0: you've probably heard people say things like big dreams take time or that type of success takes time or my absolute favorite, just give it a little time. But what if the key to accomplishing wildly unrealistic goals didn't have anything to do with time? What if that was one of the most common misconceptions that gets repeated all over the world every single day? By the way, this is episode three of a three-part series on how to accomplish wildly unrealistic career goals. One of the things that we've learned is that most people don't realize the opportunity that they're missing here. Just think about it. What is not happening in your life right now because you think it's unrealistic? Now, what if that was different? What if you could open up the path to a new career and new life that you previously thought was not possible for yourself?
1: I am officially the chief communications officer with WineTraveler.com. I am a leadership recruiter at
2: Indeed. I'm a fundraising consultant. I'm starting a new role in product management. I will be a partnership program manager for science and sustainability. We want you to
1: go after and choose what you really want instead of choosing what's available to you. This is the Happen To Your Career Podcast with Scott Anthony
2: Barlow. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does and make it happen.
0: We help you define the work that's unapologetically you and then go get it. If you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Yeah, yeah, we've heard it all before. Big dreams take time, right? But how come some people move so much faster than others? And why is it that for a small portion of the world, they don't seem to let time stop them? Well, 15 years ago, I really wanted to know what this small group of high achievers was doing differently than the rest of the world. Because everyone else seemed to be sitting back and saying, ah, just give it a little time. But what if accomplishing wildly unrealistic goals didn't have anything to do with time? Back in episode one, we introduced you to a quote and a mantra that came from Albert Einstein
1: We cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them.
0: Accomplishing wildly unrealistic goals means shifting your focus to a completely different level of thinking. It requires focusing on what really matters. After over a decade of learning how high achievers accomplish really big things, I learned that high achievers don't think about time the same way as the rest of the world. So what was the difference?
1: Here's the thing. Most people think that in order to accomplish something big, it takes a ton of time, but it's more about action than anything else.
0: That's Kelly Paulson. She's a certified career coach on our team that works behind the scenes with members of our Career Change Bootcamp program.
1: We've learned here at HTYC to not focus on the time something's going to take. Instead, we pay attention to what actions it'll take. When people do this, it helps them, a lot of our clients, take something that was previously thought impossible for them and makes it possible. So when you spend your time focusing on the actions, it really can have a big impact on how long it takes to achieve your goal.
0: It's also not just about taking the right actions. Instead, it's about taking higher impact actions. In every single case, I want you to begin to focus on taking lots of high-impact actions. Not focusing your efforts on how much time you're putting in, Sometimes taking these actions may take significant amounts of time, but sometimes they don't have to. In this episode, I want to help you take your focus off of time and instead show you how at Happened to Your Career, we help people focus their efforts on taking much more strategic, higher impact actions more often. This is really what helps turn the impossible into possible or the wildly unrealistic into your reality. But I guarantee it's not something that's easy. Even with this mindset shift of focusing on taking specific actions that add up to the result you want, there's still things that are going to stop you along the way. So how do you prevent that from happening? Well, I'm so glad you asked. There's actually two specific things that we do with our students inside career change bootcamp that prevent you from getting stuck or stopping taking action. Almost like, you know, when, when that happens, cause it happens to everybody at any point in time, you can expect that it's going to happen, but having the right environment in place. So it's going to pull you along and keep you going. Now, both of these things that I, I'm mentioning here are some of the first things that we do to help create that environment for success and so you can focus on actions like you heard about earlier okay the first is what we call creating a plan for inevitable success and this involves figuring out in advance what support are you going to need You know, what people or team or other types of support that you're going to need involved and This might mean, you know, what places will you need expert help? What parts can you do on your own? But these can all be identified in advance. Where do you anticipate that you will get in your own way? This is a big thing too. Again, can be anticipated in advance. How do you set yourself up to build momentum instead of getting stuck? And also, since we know it's going to get hard, since we know there are going to be places in anything that is difficult to accomplish, in anything that is potentially a wildly unrealistic goal, career or otherwise, you're going to get stuck. It's going to pop up. It is going to get hard. That's going to happen. So what are you going to do for yourself? When it gets hard to make sure that you can keep on going, because at that particular time, you're probably not going to feel like you want to keep going. So if you know all of these things in advance, it becomes so much easier to have made those decisions in advance, too. And when it does, in fact, get hard, when you do experience getting stuck, then there's so much emotion that comes along with that. And if you've previously made the decisions about what's going to happen when you enter that time period and experience that emotion, you give yourself so much of a higher chance that you're going to just simply react in the way that you anticipated because you already have a plan. You already know how you have already made the decision about what's going to happen so you can just do it.
2: Certainly for me, it was hard to be in that headspace to think about what I wanted to do next.
0: That's Jackie Yerby. She was on the podcast a while back after she made a career move to a pretty perfect role for her in the one place where everyone tells you it's not going to pay well and you can't find a well-paying job. You guessed it, working in nonprofit. And she was really looking for meaningful work. So this worked out really well. And she was getting paid what she wanted. Who says you can't get paid well to do meaningful work? But it wasn't easy.
2: And I guess it also goes back to confidence. And so I'd say if you can like, get out of a situation before your confidence is gone and before you feel desperate about, about finding that next thing, I got
0: to meet Jackie when she found us through my friend Mac Pritchard, who owns the Portland-based job board called MaxList. Anyhow, Jackie came to us with a lot of experience, but really unsure what work would be the most fulfilling and most meaningful for her, and also very much for the desire to continue to get paid really well and keep up her lifestyle. And she knew this career change was going to be pretty hard, and potentially... It was going to be spread over many months, but she really didn't know how she was going to set herself up for the long haul to be able to make this whole thing happen. Okay, so what specifically did Jackie do? As I mentioned, she was on our podcast a while back, but what we didn't tell you on the podcast is that she ended up building what we call inside Career Change Bootcamp, a plan for inevitable success, or what we also call a plan for when it gets hard. Anyhow, she built this plan around what has worked in the past for her. And this meant that she ended up having conversations with a couple of key people that are in her life, telling them that she's going to be working on a career change and asking them for support during that time.
2: You know, I had one sort of informally, but the formality of it, the, this is what I'm doing. Would you be part of this? I almost didn't do that part. And I'm glad that I did. And what having that support team made me do was I checked in with them at least every week to week and a half.
0: Also, some of those same people, she asked them to encourage her to keep going when it got really hard. And additionally, she ended up working out with her with her coach, how and when she was going to ask for help and what types of areas were likely to be the hardest for her.
2: The way I apply for jobs is I do a ton of research. And, you know, go all over like this organization's website. And there was this one, it was an equity and inclusion job. And I kept coming back to, I didn't think that I could feel consistently good about representing this organization in the public, that my personal reputation would take a hit with people and organizations and communities that I care about. And I talked, I had a coaching call with Caroline and she said, don't apply for it. And I was like, okay. And I didn't apply and it felt great.
0: She told me afterwards that taking the time to put together what would happen when it got hard and build a plan around that was honestly something that she really didn't want to do, particularly because she felt like she already knew how to do it. Now, that sounds easy. I know it sounds really easy. (laughs) And I know it sounds like things that uh, probably you have already heard of in the past, whether it be here or otherwise. Honestly, you know, this is the same conversation I have over and over again. I even have this conversation with my kids. Knowing about something or knowing how to do something is completely different than having the experience of doing it. Top performers and those people that are accomplishing wildly unrealistic career goals aren't skipping something that will cause them to be successful just because they already know about it or think it's so basic that you know, they just don't really need to focus on it. Jackie did end up making a plan for inevitable success in advance and proactively for what would happen when this career change got really hard. And she later told me that multiple times along the way, if she hadn't done that, she probably wouldn't have kept going. Okay, here's the second thing that we do inside of Career Change Bootcamp with every student and client. We help them create what we call a master schedule. And by the way, as a fun fact, I've used this concept for 15 plus years to help people budget their time. But Jamie Masters, who's a friend and also was a guest on the podcast way back on episode 139, is the person who introduced me to the name for this, The Master Schedule.
1: And my husband and I took a weekend away in March, I think it was, and talked about things and we had been saving up and kind of getting ourselves in line for me to be able to take some time and do some research and really figure this out. And so we decided it, it was time to do it.
0: That's Christy Wenz. And you heard a little tiny bit about her story in the first episode.
1: It popped into my inbox again. And it was the boot camp email that it was the last day to sign up for boot camp. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, there we go. And talked to my husband and he's absolutely do it. Just sign up. And I thought it's time. Like everything is just lining up. This isn't working. I need to actually sit down and make a decision. I'm the only one that can make it happen. My people around me can support me and I can find resources to help me, but I need to take that step and stay committed to it. And I did.
0: So here's how the master schedule works the concept is this not that it functions as a calendar for you, because it's not that at all. Instead, what it does is on a week to week basis, it allows you to put 24 hours on a day and be able to budget every single hour with how you want to spend your time. Now, this is not to say that you have to spend every single hour in something that is incredibly productive and spending every single second running towards an accomplishment of some sort. No, 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 no. That's not what this is for. Instead, it's for you to say, hey, there's 24 hours in a day and here are my priorities. And I want to make sure that I am laying out my priorities first within the time that I have and then using that as a time budget. So when you do this, especially when you do it visually, there's usually one of two conclusions. Either people are like, whoa, I actually have way more time than what I realized. And now that I know that I can make a different use of it. And make sure that I'm spending more of my time on what's important to me and what are my priorities. And then the other other conclusion goes the opposite way. People are like, wow, (laughs) I'm spending every single second on uh, different things. But uh, I'm going to need to cut something out in order to put something more important in place either way is actually great. Either way forces you to reconcile with what you are actually doing and how you're actually spending time. And this really simple exercise of laying it all out visually often will actually have people do it in Excel or do it you know, like draw it up on a calendar. I personally do this every single quarter at a minimum for myself. It's that powerful that I've used it for many, many, many years. Uh, but I, I, Put this on Evernote, and I I draw it out actually with an iPad pencil, and this is something that you know I I use, and it helps me continue to this day to budget my time and spend it where I want to spend it. Okay, so it's it's that powerful of a concept, and we have people go through this at the very beginning so that they can find those sometimes small, sometimes large pockets of time, and make sure that they're acting on their priorities because if you know, going after something that is meaningful to you is a priority, then we want to make sure it's reflected in how you're, how you're spending your time.
1: It's a mind shift. I mean, you really have to be ready to kind of change the way you think about things in a lot of respects. And that's not easy to do. <laughs> it's definitely not easy to do.
0: Christy used to match her schedule too, to initially find the time to make her career change a priority. She also realized that It was about making small progress and focusing on the small but hard actions that matter week in and week out. And that adds up really quickly.
1: I think the hardest part was convincing myself that I could do it, that I was smart enough to do it, and that I was capable enough to do it. But I think it was just getting over that fear of doing something different and doing something out of my routine and not something I had normally done or even thought about doing.
0: Here's a question for you. Would you spend four, five, or even seven or nine months of your life to completely change your life and be able to do things that most would consider to be impossible or wildly unrealistic? Now, I I personally have spent years doing things differently in my life and career so that I could live differently than other people. First, we paid off six figures in debt over, it took us about three and a half years. And then again, leaving a job that was no longer my dream job, but many other people would have you know, given their right arm to be able to have that type of role. And I left it to find that better role. And then again, taking three years to build this business, which allows me to pull my kids out of school for a month to be able to go live in an entirely different country each year. But what if you went through that seven or nine months and then afterwards you realize that actually, even though it was difficult, it wasn't even that bad. (laughs) Well, here's, here's the thing I found in doing wildly unrealistic things again and again and again and again and then helping others do the exact same thing that what you think is going to be incredibly difficult has a tendency to be yes difficult but also very worth it and the other interesting thing that happens along with it is that you experience massive periods of growth as a human being and actually that's one of the things that we need as humans to be able to be able to feel alive in a lot of different ways as soon as you stop growing you stop living and start dying Now, does this mean that when you escalate growth, you start living even more? I think so. At least that's what I found and also what many of our clients and students tell me they've experienced too. So if you want to make sure that you don't accidentally settle in your life and career from here on out, and you want to make a career change that has you excited to wake up in the morning and is aligned with the life that you want to live and also pays you well to do so, then You'll be super interested in this bit of behind-the-scenes news. Our one-of-a-kind, world-class program that helps people break free from a good enough job and discover what you want and need most in your career to feel more purpose, more fulfilled, more happy, more often, is actually opening for enrollment on January 14th at 7 a.m. LA time, Pacific time. It's called Career Change Bootcamp. And it's a 12-week program where you're paired up with a world-class coach. World-class happened to your career coach, in fact, to guide you through identifying your signature strengths. What you want and need most in the career. It's it's almost like building a huge comprehensive checklist of what matters most to you, the things that you know, and the things that you don't know you don't know when it comes to your happiness and fulfillment and unique needs and what drives you and provides you even more purpose. Then. We get to use that knowledge and connect it to your career options and even design an experiment to make sure that you're heading the right direction in your career before you jump full in. Now, most people think that they have to choose between career happiness and being paid well or flexibility and responsibility or something that you enjoy and something that is viable. People think that we have to make all of these choices, but what we've learned over the years that to accomplish what most people consider to be wildly unrealistic goals you have to learn to do things completely differently than the way you've done it before. Career Change Bootcamp has helped hundreds of people just like you do exactly that. You've actually heard many of the student stories over the last three episodes. But if you want to learn more and find out if CCB is right for you to help you make this change, then open an email right now and send it to me at Scott at happen to your That's Scott at com, And put wildly unrealistic in the subject line. And we'll connect you to our director of student success to figure out the very best way that we can help support you through this type of change. It's what we do. It's what we love to do. But no matter what, I hope that you use what you've learned over this three-part series on accomplishing wildly unrealistic career goals. And I hope that it helps you to make the impossible possible in your own life. Because remember, the only difference between whether or not something is wildly unrealistic for you is whether or not you believe it is. I'm Scott Anthony Barlow of Happened Your Career, and I am
2: out!